welcome to episode 16 of the Shore Report. This is part two of a series on Southampton businesses. And, and you're Jay Posner. I, yeah, and you are <laughs> Jessica Linthorne. I still am. Yeah. Um, and we are going to talk with Dave Riddell at Southampton Olive Oil. Um, lovely business in Southampton, Community Sogging Shores. And um, Jay, I have to tell you that I ref- I've been reflecting on our relationship and you and I are kind of like the oil and vinegar. It, hey, that's kind of clever. Isn't that good? I like that. I We're like very that. different. We're very, very different. Yes, but separately you wouldn't think, but then when you put them together, they kind of work well. We complement yeah. each other. Is uh, that fair to say? Yeah, compliment. I don't always compliment you, but you certainly could. I could do that more. <laughs> but we collaborate and think that's yes. part of it. Yes. We collaborate like oil yeah. and vinegar. It elevates so. the, the town. Very good. Can, that's my ego. Yeah, you can, you can say that. <laughs> okay. So so anyway, let's uh, skip over and talk to Dave, and he's going to tell us about his business and what it's like doing business in Southampton and what he's up to. So we're happy to have in studio uh, on the show report uh, Dave Rudell of the uh, Southampton Olive Oil Company. Hi, Jay. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah welcome to the show. I, um, yeah. I, I was a little bit you know, wondering if we should maybe after the show go over to Southampton Olive Oil and, and stock up because I have a feeling after this conversation we're going to be inspired to have lots of oil and vinegar and, and bread and all the delicious things that we can find at the olive oil uh, store and, and, of course, throughout Southampton. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're always happy to see you. You know, we're open seven <laughs> days a week, so just don't come on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, or New Year's Day. Those are the Perfect. only days of the year we're closed. Yeah, yeah. you guys, uh, well, you know what, before I start asking you specific questions, can you tell our listeners about your store? So, Southampton Olive Oil, but take it away. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I'll hit the first question that we get asked uh, a little too often to look for our liking. Uh, no, there are no olive trees in Southampton. No, we do not grow and produce olive oil in Southampton. Okay. But we sell some of the most amazing oils from around the world, both hemispheres. Um, One of the big things that differentiates our store is the fact that it is a tasting room. So as opposed to a typical retail environment, it's an experiential experience. That's redundant. It's experiential. Um, We have you come in and you can taste any of the oils and vinegars in the store. So just come in get a little orientation and then you can go around and play and try whatever you want. And when you decide what you want, we actually pour it fresh from the keg, seal the bottles and you take them home. And you're good to go. And you know, Mm -hmm. the first time I was in the store, I was actually on maternity leave and heard about the business and said to my husband, who's a big foodie, we should go check this out. And I think we were in for a few hours and you guys had a good conversation about a book and about olive oil in general. And it's really, it is an experience. So well, you were on maternity leave. I don't know if you'd had your child. I did. You had, because when we get expectant mums in, we take them right to our vinegars because oh. you can drink our white balsamic vinegars with sparkling water, and it's a nice, refreshing drink that's not heavily sugared, and uh, for mums that can't have other fun things to drink, yeah. sometimes <laughs> like having a big choice of, so at our tasting parties, we run in, uh, we've run into another a number of expectant mums who... Uh, have been very thrilled to find something to drink other than pop and water. Yeah, and yeah for sure. Actually, I do that one. I do the coconut with the sparkling water with club soda, and that's a good treat. Yeah. Well, so can you tell us a little bit uh, briefly, or as long as you want, uh, why you sort of chose Southampton and Sogging Shores? Well, we're uh, I'm uh, a longtime Bruce County Cottage resident. Uh, my family goes back into the 1880s in Oliphant, uh, both sides of my family as cottagers. I moved there in 86, and my wife and I have had a, had a lawn business for about 25 years, 
and when we started looking at uh, getting into something that was a little less physical, um, this idea came to mind and when we looked around, we wanted something that was commutable. We wanted to stay where we were with our house and uh, when we looked around the area, um, Southampton was the prime location. Um, it has that boutique feel, um, it's got some great uh, anchor businesses that draw people into town. Uh, we believe we can add to that mix and make it an even greater destination shop, shopping town. Um, and everybody gets to benefit when they're open uh, for the people that travel in for one or the other stores because people don't come from Kincardine or Godrich or London. They may come for one store, but uh, they'll likely look around when they're there. Yeah, absolutely. And we know of different events that happen in the community that, that draw people in. And uh, before we started recording, we were talking about the Huron Shores Run. And we know that they attract um, like over 800 runners. And that's great. Um, and that's that's one day, that's one event. There's a number of events where people are flocking to the area or just vacationing here, visiting. But then certainly our residents too. Well, and I, I've always been great at trying to take a look at the long, long picture, although my family will tell you I'm impatient. Um <laughs> that I used to be involved with um, Sable Beach and beach volleyball 10, 20 years ago and um, brought a couple of national championships in there and did, did a lot of stuff. But anyway, um, there were a number of people that would come to the first time at Sable Beach and say they loved it and then be gone. And now I run into some of them that have now got young families and things. They come back, they book a cottage for a couple of weeks, you know, they do. So the same kind of things happen in Southampton and Soggy Shores as well. You bring them for an event and they don't necessarily unload their bank accounts that day. But if you give them a great experience, it, they, it's hard for them to forget you. Yeah. And they do come back and they come back multiple times and then eventually they end up buying a cottage or retiring here. So um, that's real long-term stuff, but yeah. it works. Yeah. It, it's very strategic. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you're sort of scratching at that sort of what I was thinking about was the, the trends. Mm -hmm. sort of retail's changing, and you're creating experiences now. There are, you know, when we chatted before record uh, recording, there was a few other things that maybe you're looking at to make sure the business grows and, and, and thrives in, in this town. Yeah. Uh, can you just touch on those uh, briefly? Well, we're always involved um, getting out, or I'm involved a lot, getting out with service clubs and, and uh, different uh, community agencies and doing presentations, talking about the health benefits and um, that go along with our products and everything like that. Um, we do tasting parties after hours at the store. And I think a great area that, um, that myself, we haven't um, really scratched, barely scratched the surface of is online. And um, we have an online presence. We sell, um, we've, the store's been open just over two years, the uh, website about a year. And uh, we've really noticed uh, that we st have been starting to sell quite a bit of stuff all over Canada with the Southampton brand on it. And that's exciting for us to hear because, you know, even though, like you said, there's no olive trees in Southampton, you're not, you know, producing those here, but you are sharing what you're finding from around the world, but with that Southampton olive oil brand. So to know that you are shipping that so far, is it's exciting for me as a community development officer to say, that that's great, thank you, that's well done business. Well, and every one of our bottles has the lighthouse and the sails and the sunset, so I think, you know, it's, it's a very... Uh, iconic impression I mean, you look at the Southampton logo uh, which I basically um, took the same components and made my own picture of it but 
um, that gets the picture out what what we want people to um, recognize as Southampton uh, what it is yeah, yeah raising the profile of the town it's part of what, what why we're doing this podcast uh, mm-hmm. making sure uh, the news and, and businesses and uh, all the community events are talked about and known mm-hmm. well that's I'm you know with involvement in the BIA um, I co-chair the uh, promotions committee with Jeanette uh, Thorne of Thorncrest and I am always talking with whoever doesn't turn and walk away from me about how every time we raise the town, we raise everybody in the town, all the merchants, all the businesses. Um, it's it's just it's it's branding, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it br- if we can bring people to the streets, it's still the individual business's responsibility to get them in their door. Mm-hmm. But it's easier to get them in their door from your sidewalk than it is from St. Catharines. Absolutely. So if we can do things that bring them to town yeah. um, over and over again and give them quality experiences then it gives the merchants that much more opportunity. Yeah, and this are, these are the times that I wish that the podcast could see my face and the big <laughs> smile on my face because my, my heart skips a beat when you say that, you know, and, and Jay hears me say over and over about the power of collaboration, and, and that's the attitude, right? The I attitude need a bell. Of ding every ding time, every time <laughs> I say collaboration. Um, and it's, it's true, that collaborative attitude and what you're bringing to the BIA and the energy and the understanding of let's get them here, um, them being residents, visitors, uh, other businesses, and then that's it. it everything else is going to fall into place to take care of itself because of business owners like you. So that's I applaud you for that. I do need to go back a little bit and ask you specifically about the tasting. So I haven't had the pleasure of you know experiencing the the booked tasting event. Maybe Jay, maybe you and I should do that one night after work. Um, any excuse. <laughs> any excuse. Can you tell us if I were to book something like that with you? What what do I expect? What does that look like? Uh, it's it's a fun evening. It's not a big group. Um, we work with uh, eight to twelve people. Um, it's an after hours event. So when the doors close at six, we basically have you come in and we we during the regular hours um, you're tasting oil and vinegar. We don't offer bread, as I tell customers. It's because we want them to leave at some point. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, Joking aside, at the at the parties we do we bring out the bread and we bring out usually some other of our. I mean, we have other products besides the oil and vinegar. So they're certainly our mainstay, but all, a lot of olive related stuff, but olives and tapenades and different things to try. Uh, then we basically show you how to make a dressing, a salad dressing. We bring out undressed green salads, and um, it's a pretty quick and easy process. The most difficult part is trying to figure out which two oils or oil and vinegar you're going to use but the staff help with that we've got such great staff and uh, then we do the same thing with fruit salad and we finish the night with vanilla ice cream and you actually put oil and vinegar on vanilla ice cream at the end of the night and uh, it's actually very delicious no kidding so the whole thing takes about an hour and a half um we um there's a charge for the for the party per person but you get a discount that night on anything you buy and uh, we've had groups Again, as from as certain cottage cottagers that come up, but also throughout the winter, even you know we get Hanover and Godrich and and all over the place and and Saugeen Shores as well that come for the party. So it's it's fun and usually introduce some new people to the product. Yeah, so it's great. and I'm sure you guys have a strong following. And there's a is there a loyalty program you offer as well? Could you tell us about that? We do. Um, it's a pretty simple thing. Um, it just requires you to give us your phone number, 
and then each time you come in, if you can remember which phone number you gave us, <laughs> uh, you just uh, it tracks your purchases. And when you have um, you get a point for every two dollars you spend. When you get a hundred points, you get ten dollars off. So it adds up fairly quickly. And and well, as I said before, we just passed our two year anniversary, and we're going to eclipse ten thousand loyalty customers before too much longer. We're about uh, ninety seven hundred right now. That so. is so cool. Yeah. That's great. Well, and you guys are a really good fit in Southampton for many reasons. But, you know, Southampton, from my perspective and, and others, as I as I talk about the communities and the different fields and brands that they offer, it really is morphing into this this foodie destination. You know, there's there's that kind of vibe. There's that energy. It's, it's a nice, quaint, relaxed. Um, but then there's the events opportunity. It's very exciting. It's it's a really great feel in Southampton. And, and I do give it credit to business owners like yourself that have that collaborative attitude and are well, willing to work together. Yeah, we get, um, certainly the taste is what drew my wife, Donna, and myself to this, um, these products and this concept in the first place. But uh, the health benefits are pretty tremendous too. So we, we do have a combination of customers in the store. Um, but there's no question when we originally looked at this location, um, you know, Southampton's a small place, it's 3,000 people. Um, but the area, and, and from being travelers ourselves, um, from the tourist standpoint, when you're on holiday, you tend to treat yourself. Uh, you, I wouldn't call us a guilty pleasure, but we're a pleasure that you might not mm-hmm. initially think, oh, I'm not going to spend that. I can get it at the grocery store for less. Um, but when you're on vacation, you do tend to uh, treat yourself. And so we've found that to our advantage. And then the part we don't tell people is once they've treated themselves, they're then hooked and they don't really get to go back to what they were doing before. So that works in our favor. That's great. Jay, did you have anything you wanted to... I I wanted to thank Dave for coming on the podcast, certainly bringing his a collaborative attitude to the show, making Ding. sure that, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> making sure that, that, uh, you know, that we can, you know, observe what uh, Dave does day to day and his work with the BIA and his, his own business and learn from it and, and try to apply it to, uh, you know, to yeah. what we do as well. Yeah, that's great. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Dave. We really appreciate it. It's been great. Thanks for inviting me. Excellent. Another great conversation with Dave. Are you uh, hungry? <laughs> well, I mean, who isn't? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you ever gone into that store and left empty-handed? I have not, and it's always right? been something different too. I like know. there's a lot of variety. What's your favorite, oil or vinegar? Oh, I, I don't know if I have a f- particular favorite. I think my favorite thing to do is just look for unique items that I can something different each time. Yeah. And I haven't I haven't been been able to repeat myself. Oh, it's so good. They have a fig one, and I think that's probably my favorite. No. It's a fig balsamic vinegar. Yeah, so. our, the other ones I do like are getting their their soup pre pre-made soups that you yeah. can get. Uh, you know, or just it's not olive oil, but it's something that they sell. Oh, you man. can't get anywhere else. I gotta go on my way home. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, that was a great conversation, and Dave's up to some cool stuff. And, uh, and we, well, we'll we'll put his contact information and website at yeah, the bottom absolutely. of this uh, podcast, so you can get a hold of him. Sure, but if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at podcast at soggyandshores.ca. You can leave us a comment on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, whatever works for you. But if you're a business owner in the municipality of Soggy and Shores and you'd like to be featured on the show report, um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your story about why you're doing business here, what you're doing here, and uh, as always, what can we do to help? So thanks again, Jay. That's been a fun episode, the part one, part two. I think that I think that was a success. It was, and I hope we can do the same for Port Elgin in a few more days. We will. You got it. Thanks. Thanks.